Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Friends, I would imagine that the very first Christmas uh, that we heard about in Luke's account of the gospel last evening was a lot like many others. Around the world, people were busy doing whatever it was that defined their lives at the moment. For some of them, this meant struggling against hunger, fear, and desperation, while for others, it meant enjoying a life of wealth and ease. For yet others, it was simply dealing with the pressures of their day-to-day lives, which of course don't ever seem to take a break just for Christmas. But for all of them, that first Christmas was merely another night lived in darkness. For indeed, it was a dark world. God had created the world to live in union with him. He had breathed life into the father of our race, Adam, a creature of dust. He had formed Eve from the side of Adam, and the two had joined together, and he joined them to himself. How bright that world must have been as Eden, all of creation, lived in perfect harmony with its creator. But we know the story, don't we? Darkness came. Those created and loved by God, well, they rebelled against him, bringing with it a darkness which permeated the entirety of creation. Death had entered in through sin. And as the children of Adam filled the world, they took with them the darkness of that dreadful day in the garden when sin and death entered our lost and fallen world. So was the state of man that night in Bethlehem some 2,000 years ago. It was a world of darkness cut off from the source of all light, its very creator. Yet a new light at that moment was starting to break into the world. A young girl carried in her virgin womb a son. This daughter of Eve was about to give birth to the one who would be not just any light, but the very light of the world. This infant would reverse forever the horror of humanity's fall into sin and death and darkness and despair. He would bridge the gap. He would bring us back to unity with our Heavenly Father. This was the miracle of miracles. Our human sister Mary became, by the power of the Holy Spirit, the mother of God himself, the bearer of the Savior of our world. The opening verses of the Gospel of John are among the greatest and most familiar verses of the Bible, or for that matter, of any literature. For in soaring rhetoric, the evangelist St. John, he brings heavenly truth and majesty into human words. He brings a divine reality into concepts that we mere mortals can understand and process and receive with thanksgiving. He brings the Lord of creation into human sight. The one of whom John writes is not only the subject of these words, but he is the very author of all things. For as John confesses, through him God spoke creation into being. And so we see that the story of Jesus, it does not begin on Christmas Eve, as we might suppose. It does not begin with the Virgin Mary or with St. Joseph or the shepherds or the Magi. No, the story of Jesus begins long before that. Did you catch how John starts his gospel narrative? He begins 
at the beginning, with the creation of the world and in the eternity before time was created. John writes, in the beginning was the Word. That Word is Jesus Christ. This Word was with God. This Word was God. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. This, dear friends, is a great and mighty wonder. The Creator, the Word of God, now joins Himself intrinsically with this broken and hurting creation in order to redeem us all. He didn't just take on the appearance of our flesh, but he became true man, living as we lived, suffering as we suffered, and yes, dying even as we die. For this was the promise of God from the beginning. From the moment of man's fall into sin, this was the promise which God gave to Adam and Eve. From the day in which sin broke into the perfection of Eden through the lives of patriarchs, prophets, and kings, through a humble man named Jesse, and from the tree that would sprout out of his son, David. One golden thread, one perfect promise unites it all. This is the story of Christ. History may change, circumstances may change, but God's eternal promises They do not change. And this day, this blessed festival of the nativity of our Lord, this holy Christmas, we are privileged as Christians to see with our eyes the descendant of Jesse, the Virgin Mary, as she brings into the world a baby who will change the universe. The prophets of God had foretold this miracle. They remembered God's promises. They they called the Christmas miracle. Yet those who read the prophets still do not understand or see the presence of the fulfillment of the prophetic word. This isn't just true for us in the 21st century. It was true for those present for the birth of Jesus. For John tells us, he was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. For you see, dear brothers and sisters, God has not chosen visibly great and mighty people to do his great and mighty work. He has chosen that which is humble, meager, hidden to human eyes. And so it was that the fulfillment of all things came through a peasant girl giving birth in a stable for livestock. Yet, wrapped in this humility was the babe, hidden in the tree of Jesse, who had now come forth as the fruit of that same tree. To the darkness of sin and death, God gave answer And that answer was the infant Jesus Christ. So it was in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, and so it is today. God's answer for us remains the same. Humanity still lives in a world that seems to be defined not by life, but by death. We look around and we see it about us. 
The sanctity of life is denied. We turn a blind eye to the neglect and dying of the elderly, the infirmed, the impoverished, the unborn. Yet, still we have the audacity to act surprised when violence and mass shootings and homicide and suicide are reported in the news each day. Nation rises against nation as humanity finds new and more effective ways to wage deadly war against one another. And though we do our best to ignore this grim reality... Drive by a cemetery on your way home today, and unless we choose to delude ourselves, we are forced to acknowledge that the day will come when our own earthly bodies will be placed into a grave. Death is a darkness which permeates all of human history. And unless we are privileged to be alive at the second coming of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, it will permeate our personal history as well. And friends, I tell you, it is into this grim reality of sin and death that the words of St. John ring out with a hope and certainty that defies the power of death itself. For the word of God who created all things now changes all things. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Though it be a dark world in many ways, and though all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, though all of us deserve nothing but death, and yes, even eternal death, separation from our God, still the Creator so loves us that He has taken that darkness and He has destroyed it by His mighty light. And where His light is, I tell you, Life, and not death, reigns. The tradition of the Jesse tree celebrates God's promises throughout human history. Promises that are more sure and certain than anything which our eyes can behold or, and our minds could imagine. The devil, the world, and our own sinful flesh would have us look inward for an answer to that darkness which so surrounds us and fills us. This is how it was for Adam and Eve, for the patriarchs, and for Jesse. Yet, all we find there, within ourselves, is but more darkness, more hopelessness. We who have fallen need someone to pull us out of this darkness of death. We need God's very light to break into that darkness and to change our eternal night into eternal day. And this morning, this Christmas day, in Jesus, the light of the world, God has given us that blessed light. Oh, that we would remember and learn this great truth, that the word became flesh and dwelt among us, that we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. Yes, no human eye could perceive it. That first Christmas night, all that could be seen was but an ordinary child. Yet this child would forever destroy the darkness, for he brought life into death. And his light was to be the light of the world. Every force of Satan would seek to put that light out. King Herod would attempt to destroy him by killing all the infant males of the tribes of 
Judah. Scribes and Pharisees would seek to silence him as he spoke the words of life. Then, failing to silence him, they too would seek to kill him. And some 33 years after that first Christmas, the babe of Bethlehem would be nailed to Calvary's cross. But this is what he had come to do. For the Christmas story is the story about a baby who had been born to die. Yet not just to die, but to be placed in the utter darkness of our earthen tomb, and then on Easter morning to burst forth from that tomb. When the child of Mary rose from the grave, the light which began at Bethlehem shone so brightly that no one could put it out. He has taken our darkness, and he has turned it into light. And so with angels and archangels, with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify his name. We cry out, Alleluia! Jesus Christ is the first fruit of Jesse's tree and is also the firstborn from the dead. By his rising, you and I who were born into death need die no more. See how his light has pierced the darkness of death, bringing to fruition life and immortality for all who believe. That very light still shines in the darkness. A light which neither the world nor Satan could ever put out. His light shines as the babe of Bethlehem fills our lives with himself. It shines with a brilliance perceived only by the eyes of faith which gaze upon the baptismal font and the altar and give thanks. It shines on both you and I this Christmas day and tomorrow and for all of our days into the very eternity which your God has prepared for you. And that light which comes into the world is and remains Jesus Christ, the seed, the stem, the life, and the fruit of this blessed tree of Jesse, the tree into which you and I have been grafted. Therefore rejoice this day, ye joyful and triumphant saints of the Lord. Rejoice that this story, which John began in the beginning, is now your story. For that same light which did shine through the darkness of death now shines on you. Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in this same Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.